welcome back to the Country Cast Podcast. I'm your host, still, Brandon Clay. On this episode, we have Troy Cartwright, Warner Music Nashville country artist, country star. He wrote the song called Hung Up On You. That song is so catchy. That's catchy, dude. Oh, so good. Troy Cartwright, aspiring. He's been in the country game for about 10 years. We talked for 20 minutes, and we just had a good conversation. You know, we just talked about the industry and how COVID's affecting everything and and how to do what he's doing now because for those of you that don't know, like, how record labels and stuff work, he is signed with Warner Music Nashville, a very well-known, well-renowned record label down in Nashville. Like, if you get signed by that company, like, that is, like, you're making it. Like, that is it. Like, I'm... For, I don't know, a lot of sports fans on here. That's like ESPN calling you and be like, yo, like, you're you're our guy. You're taking Stephen A's spot. See you later. Like, it's a pretty big deal. So Troy Cartwright is doing everything right during COVID, and I commended him for it because it's just so hard to succeed during COVID, and we talked about that after the podcast, and it's just so true. Uh, the other one that I like, again, like I said, he's been doing country music for almost 10 years now. One of my favorite ones, it's called My Girl off of his EP in 2015. Here it is. So, he's doing something right. We had a great conversation. He's just awesome, down-to-earth dude from Texas, literally Dallas, Texas. He actually went to school in Boston. He ended up doing his undergrad at Berkeley, which is, like, down the street from me. Well, not down the street, but, I mean, everything in Massachusetts is down the street from me, so... Yeah, that was, it was a great conversation, and he did it all the right way, and I commend him for it, and it's just super awesome. And he's verified, <laughs> which is, that's trying, I'm trying to be verified one day, so maybe maybe he gives me advice on how to get that blue check mark. you know what I mean? <laughs> so, all right, we'll get right into it, man. I'm, it, was a great com- it was a great conversation. I love talking to him, and here he is, Troy Cartwright. We'll get right into it on the CountryCast. Be sure to follow us on the CountryCast. We got all new socials and stuff now, so be sure to check it out. Last week, we interviewed Hallie Kearns, and it was great. You guys were running up the numbers. Damn. But I appreciate every single listen, you guys know. But I'm doing what I love doing, you know? that That's the most important part. All right, let's get right into it. Troy Cartwright, be sure to follow us on the CountryCast. Be sure to follow him on any social media platform. Again, blue check mark. That means the real deal. Um, and be sure to check out his latest one. It's called Hung Up On You. It's great. All right, with me today is Troy Cartwright, all the way down in Nashville. Dude, what's good? How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good, good. I see you're repping the Michigan crew neck. I dig that. I like that. Yeah, yeah. I uh, My family owns a lot of student debt to Michigan. <laughs> is that right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so let's get right into it, Troy. How did your musical journey start? How did this all begin? You're on the rise right now. You've been doing country music for almost 10 years now, I believe. Maybe a little bit yeah. longer. Um, how did this all begin? Oh, man, that's a great question. I got, I got into country music primarily because so I, I grew up like listening to rock music. I didn't like country music. That was like what my sister liked and what my yep. parents liked. You know? But um, when I was in college, like I got really into like singer songwriter type stuff. And that kind of led me into like the, the Texas country scene, if you will. Like, I, I got really into, like, Pat Green and Robert O'Keen and Hayes Carl and all those guys. And um, I'd always, like, loved writing songs. 
And I just found that for me, country music was like the best outlet for writing songs. Um, because, you know, you get to paint these incredible stories and, and pictures with words. And like, as a songwriter, like that's, that's a dream, you know. For your initial aspiration, did you think you wanted to go down the songwriting path or were you like, I want to um, be this full-time country artist? Because there's definitely two paths you can take. Oh yeah, no, good question. I, I always saw myself as an artist. Um, it, like songwriting has always kind of driven the, you know, if it's a horse-drawn carriage and you have like five horses, like songwriting is the lead horse for me. But um, I've always like wanted to sing them myself, I've yeah. had that desire. Um, and, uh, you know, cause like all, all my heroes were like singer songwriters, right? Yeah, like, exactly. They didn't just write the song, so. Yeah, that's um, the thing too, cause we, whenever I listen to country music, you hear the song from the artist and and you said, you you know, you're a songwriter yourself as well. It It's tough because there's so many very well-known songwriters that don't seem to get that spotlight, which is kind yeah. of, you know. Well, I think it's, um, you know, that's the cool thing about Nashville is there, there are a lot of people who just, who don't necessarily want the spotlight, you know? I mean, sure, for sure. If, if you're a really successful um, songwriter, like it can be pretty sweet because you work like 11 to 3.30, <laughs> exactly. four days a week and yeah, just like collect like mailbox money and don't ever have to do, you know, like the, the I mean, and, and I love it, but like, you yeah. know, some people don't want to mess with like the social media and the fans and right. the meet and greets and the shows and travel and all that. Yeah. So it's, in a, it's a whole commitment, but it's honestly well worth it at the end. Yeah, yeah, it's a big commitment for sure. So you mentioned uh, you made your way to Nashville around 2016. Yeah. Before we get into your move to Nashville, wanting to pursue this entire career, when did it actually hit you? You were like, I want to do this. Like, I want to do this full time. I want to be, you know, Troy Carwright, the country artist. Yeah. So I, I always knew that I wanted to pursue music. And I mean, I went to college to pursue music and I didn't really know exactly kind of where I fit. You know, I, I grew up listening, like I said earlier, to, to a lot of rock music and like emo stuff. And then once I, I, I did this uh, internship in New York City and I worked for this like mechanical royalties company. Mm -hmm. And it was like, dude, this is not it. Like, <laughs> yeah, right. If I, if I, and they were great people, but like if yeah. I want to work in the music industry, like I, I need to just do it. I need to go yeah. be an artist now when I'm young enough to like, you know, be poor and live with mom and dad if I need to or <laughs> right. whatever. So, Absolutely. so from there, I just kind of started searching. And, and like I said, I, I had gotten into like a lot of the singer songwriter stuff. And, um, you know, I didn't initially have aspirations to move to Nashville, but um, as my journey kind of evolved over the years, like it became clear to me, like Nashville was, was where I needed to be. Yeah, for sure. So it kind of like that path kind of opened up for you to eventually get there. Yeah, it really did. like I just had some things happen that opened some doors for me in Nashville when I wasn't living here yet. And it was like, wow, I kind of owe it to myself to, yeah. to walk through these doors and, and see what happens. Yeah. So you ended up in Nashville. What, what were your first impressions when you went down there? What did you expect when you know, going down there? You said, I'm in Nashville. Yeah. But now? <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was really cool because so I I'd had um, some success in Texas. And so when I first started coming to town, I just, I, I basically knew a couple like songwriter or a couple publishers who would set me up with some rights. So I did that, like the first time I did it, and that was like a year, maybe a year and a half before I moved to Nashville, it was like the lights came on. It was just so awesome. I had never written 
really with other people before. Um, and the songwriter culture in Nashville is like nowhere else because all these songwriters basically go to the same like three bars. <laughs> is that right? After the right. So like the community is just, the community is incredible. And I knew from talking to people too, that like one thing they always say is like, well, if you want to do, do like, you got to be here, you got to be present to win. Sure. So I was kind of trying to figure out how to move to Nashville after that and just make it make sense. And then, you know, a year and a half or so later, it, it did kind of make sense. Yeah. So I asked this for all of my guests. What is the best bar? I have to know. In your opinion, oh, man. best drinks, well, best price. What are you What are you trying to do? I mean, like, I don't know, just the environment. You know, like when you walk into a bar, especially probably down there, like you just know it's going to be a good time. Yeah. Like, like, so I hang out. For, I mean, this, like, it's been a weird year. Oh, for obviously. Sure. But, yeah. you know, we all the songwriters and my friends, like we, primarily hang out in midtown which is like winners yeah. and losers and red door yep and um in my opinion like everybody has their favorite i like winners because i go like earlier in the day like when i get done with the right and i like some of the food they have but like red door <laughs> is like the vibiest for sure i like it i feel like there are always drink specials like it's almost as cheap to drink at red door as it is to drink at your house is that right um, <laughs> no, which, which like especially when I moved to Nashville, like I didn't had, I didn't have any money. So it was really helpful. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's great. So, I mean, everything, it seems as if, you know, if you look up Troy Carwright on any social media platform, any music streaming platform, this guy is doing it the right way. Sign with Warner Music Nashville. How does that all go down? For those of you that don't know that that is an amazing accomplishment. That is like a very big deal. Uh, signing a big deal like that. How does that all happen for those that don't really know? Um, well, that's, that's very kind of you to say, first of all. And, um, yeah, it was definitely like a situation of being in the right place at the right time. Like I, I had essentially one of the, one of the doors that opened up for me, um, that kind of convinced me that it was the right time to move to Nashville was I had, um, been playing all these shows in Texas. And then I, uh, was in the process of signing with a new booking agency and, um, I played a showcase in Nashville and an agent named Kevin Neal, who is at William Morris, who um, is like Jason Aldean and Florida Georgia Lines uh, booking agent, for some reason was at the basement in Nashville, which if you've never been there, it's like a 75 capacity room, literally in a basement. No I mean, kidding. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's like a total dive. Is it called the basement? It's called the basement. Yeah. Oh, okay. So it's fair. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, and he was there and again, not really sure how that happened, but he, um, I was about to go work with a different agent and he just came up to me after the show and shook my hand and was like, that was incredible. Like you need to come okay. work with me. And I was like, wow. oh yeah. Okay. So no, I mean, no brainer, you know? Time. Yeah, of course. Can't say no to that. So, um, he really helped introduce me to like a few different people in town, but I still, I mean, that was like two years before I signed my record deal. It just was you know, you start writing songs with more people and then playing more shows in Nashville and just kind of eventually get on some people's radar. And I guess I had the song that's my current radio single. I had written that before I had signed like a publishing deal or a record deal. So oh, that God. song got, it just got on a bunch of people, different people's desks and some A&R people's desks. And I started taking some meetings and like that song has had such an incredible journey. What was um, the name of the song? Uh, Hung Up On You. Hung up on you, yeah. For those of you that don't know, here's the here's a clip of hung up on you. I can't help it. I got up on you. And that 
took off, man. I mean, it, it got me a record deal and then it came out and it sort of like did okay. And then um, during the pandemic, like in April, it just started getting like streams, like numbers. Like it went from like 3 million streams to like, it started getting like 180,000 streams a day. And that is a huge increase in numbers. It was crazy. It got on like the US viral chart. It was like 23 on the US viral chart. That's and then, where I discovered you. I believe, yeah. when was that? It was a little while back. I yeah, it was like in time. May, May or something. But yeah. yeah, it was it was crazy, man. And then, and then, um, you know, the, that's when the label decided to take it to radio. Mm-hmm. And um, it just because of the pandemic, like, it just took a while to go to radio, you know, mm-hmm. but I'm just having to remember, for me, this song is four years old. But for most of the people hearing it on the radio, it's their first time to hear it. So I, I have to remember that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you think, let's say COVID doesn't happen? Do you think yeah. Korea would have changed drastically? And if so, how? Man, yeah, that's a good question. I, I think I, I like to hope that like, I think great songs find a way. So I hope that the song would have like found its avenue mm-hmm. somehow. Yeah. Um, but like, I, I definitely don't know how different this is like with touring and with yeah, the ability sure. to radio tour, which has been another weird thing because I'm meeting all these programmers and stuff for the first time like on Zoom. Yeah, literally, yeah. Like, which, no, which is better than nothing, but it's like- It's still like that you, you miss person-to-person contact and it's just not- Yeah, and you know, you want to go do like the, you go to the, like when I was in Boston for a radio thing, like you go to a Red Sox game, you go yeah, eat a steak dinner, you know, I want to do all yeah. that stuff. So I yeah. just have had to like be patient. Uh-huh. But um, but yeah, and, and I mean, I just miss touring so much, man. I miss. I miss the fans. I miss like that energy. There's nothing, you know, you can like post a video on TikTok or something, but it's just not the same. Are you a TikToker? <laughs> I, I haven't even checked. Are you, are you on the TikTok? No, I mean like very, very <laughs> like as just, just sort of like more like trying to like make sure I got my little real estate corner so that yeah, yeah, nobody else takes it. You know? Yeah, that's great. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean like I personally, I have like three or four videos on there. One got 17,000 likes. I mean, if that counts, go, that counts as famous, I'll take it. You know, I mean? I'll yeah, take it. absolutely. And the thing that I got to commend you for too, you know, you're making it right now. You're doing it during a pandemic too. That's the other thing. Oh, you know? yeah, and it's you. just like, it, I just commend you so, so much for that because what you're doing right now is difficult as it is. Never mind during a global pandemic. I, I got to commend you for that. And I, <laughs> I respect the work ethic. I respect, I love the music. I, I truly just enjoy it. And for those of you that have yet to check it out, go check it out right now. So what's next? Troy Cartwright, what is the next move for you? I mean, big Man. 2021, let's hope it's better. I mean, I'm going to be, yeah, yeah. 2020 sucked. <laughs> What's next? Yeah, right. Um, well, I'm looking forward to, I know we have like some dates on the calendar in July and I'm hoping those happen and we can really get back out there. Uh, I'm ready to get that vaccine, bro. I take it like any way they want to give it to me. Yeah, right. Just to I get just, like, if I could just go do stuff. But I got some new music. I got some live stuff that I'm excited about that we were able to do coming out and oh, no, uh, some new songs. And, uh, you know, just got to keep hustling, man. That's that's kind of keep the game. grind. Gotta, like got to survive. Yeah. This, this whole business is about survival, especially right now. So for someone that wants to do what you do, what is your yeah. biggest piece of advice? Um, I would say like a lot of people don't ever like they think too much about all the different things they need to have in place like to start yeah for sure and i would say like just start yeah yeah like if you don't if you don't have any songs like put a cover on youtube or put a cover on tiktok you know like just start somewhere because 
like you're just going to build on that over time like i've been releasing country music since like 2012 i mean think about like that's almost 10 years ago you know so yeah. you don't like connect the dots when you're doing it but like i can look back now and see like how everything kind of got me to this point yeah and hopefully in another 10 years i'll like look back and like in my mansion and be like right, <laughs> exactly yeah. right you're when you're you know got a couple million dollars in the checking account don't forget about me all right <laughs> dude that would be great i mean at this point like i would just like love to um pay off my wife's student debt or stuff like i have like very like modest goals at this oh, that's point like you know? a but i'm just though. trying to get there you know i think that's the first thing you thought about is wow that's great she does she does a lot for me man yeah. she she uh yeah she carries my dumb ass a lot of that's time, so, so awesome <laughs> <laughs> you have two little dogs i saw on instagram yeah are those are those new dogs? How how old are they? Uh, so Teddy, who's over here, I pick him up, but he's chewing on his foot right now. He's he <laughs> yeah. just turned ten. Like we, we his birthday is February first. Yep, yep. Um, and then uh, we got a little puppy. We got it like in March. Um, our little COVID puppy. You know. Yeah, yeah. Is that right? Of course. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so that was like uh, that definitely like put the punt on starting a family because it was so hard. I don't know if you've ever had a puppy. Like I hadn't. And it was like, <laughs> right, right. It's like a kid kind of, isn't it? <laughs> you no, know, I mean, I, like I, I would joke with my wife. I was like, I don't understand how we can ever have children. Like I'm about to lose my absolute mind with this <laughs> yeah. puppy. But now she's like one and she's, she's a good dog. So. Yeah. The fact you call it a COVID puppy, it's literally a COVID puppy. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was like, wow, we're stuck in this house for at least three months. So we might as well get a puppy. Might as well get another one. Right? <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, Troy Cartwright, go check out Hung Up On You. I do really like the red light sessions. You released that not too long ago, right? Yeah, la uh, Friday. Last it's like it's yeah. kind of got like a different melody kind of, doesn't it? Or it's a different chord. Yeah, I like yeah, it. It's, it's a little bit, I, I like, it played it a little bit slower. And I think I've just sung the song. I mean, I, I have literally sung that song like 5,000 times. Oh, yeah. So like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't even, I think I like mess with the melody for my own enjoyment. <laughs> yeah. Is that like, do you do that when you're on the road or when you're performing it? Like you kind of tweak a verse or the, or the chorus type of thing. Does that kind of, yeah, I, I think um, when I was playing 150 dates a year in Texas, like I certainly had pushed that too far. Yeah. 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 I think messing with melodies where you were like, this song is unrecognizable. <laughs> exactly. Right. Right. So like with, with hung up on you, cause I know like it's my biggest song. It has the biggest profile. Like I try and like keep it pretty straight and yeah. just oh, find, okay. find little spots where I can kind of like show off or whatever. Yeah, for sure. I want people to be able to sing along. So. Cause if I like, if I'm a listener, I love concerts. I mean, I miss concerts so freaking much. Like if I go to a concert and like you hear that song, you know, that, that big song and they, the artist completely screws up the entire, not screws up the entire song, but changes the entire no, melody. I know what verse, you mean. Yeah. I'm like, well, what the hell? I want to sing along to it. You know? <laughs> so but, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, you always have to remember that. Yeah. Um, All right. Last question before I let you go. Super Bowl Sunday, who do you got? I got to know. There better be, there's only one right answer, too. Dude, I can't, I can't go against Tom Brady. Thank He's you. He, ha He's he literally goat. is. Like, the fact that he, they were a wild card team, first of all. Okay, but for you, are you still being, in, like, up in the Northeast? Like, how do you feel about Tom Brady being on another team? Like, thing. are See, you, are you rooting for the Chiefs because it hurts you too much? Or <laughs> you just, <laughs> we hate Pat Mahomes. Like, we don't mess with them. But here's the thing. It's such, like, a bittersweet relationship. And everyone up here feels the exact same way. But, like, how can you not love TB? I feel like some people leave a team, like, and they, like, burn the bridge. Like, I feel like Tom was just like, all right, dude, like, we've gone as far as we can go. Right, exactly. Uh, yeah. I would have loved for him to stay, do his whole career at the Patriots. But, like, I get it. He wants to see what else is out there, you know. 
He's living his and, life. Uh, he can do whatever he wants. He's in Florida with a great family. Like, why wouldn't he, I guess, right? Yeah. And like, I mean, okay, so here, I'll ask you a question. If right, he wins, do you think he retires? See, that's the thing. I just heard on ESPN like a couple of days ago that he said he wouldn't mind playing past 45 years old. Because I know he wants to play to 45. I but I'm going, I'm going, man, how many people will have the opportunity to go out on top? That's like, that, like who did like John Elway, John Elway, Peyton Manning, Peyton Manning, yep. but that was not like, yeah, he, his defense, he didn't even like win the game. Honestly. He was like <laughs> ripping cigs in the, in the locker room, <laughs> like literally ripping darts in halftime in the locker room. <laughs> Had to be he, his arm. It was like, it was like a, a noodle. I don't know. Yeah, that was um, I don't think he'll retire, but like he should, you know, he, I mean, he should do whatever the hell he wants. Actually, I take that back because there's absolutely nothing that he could do to like take away if especially if he beats Mahomes like because Mahomes thing. is the only person who has like a snowball's chance in hell of like getting even close to where Tom's at cuz he's already kind of on a similar trajectory like two oh, super bowls in his yeah. first four seasons he's young as so, well like he's got a whole career yeah but i mean you just don't know like he's got another 16 years to go before yeah, he can yeah. like so Troy dude thank you so so much i wish you nothing but success and I am super excited to see where you go. I think 2021 is going to be your, your year, in my opinion. I'm oh, super dude. excited to see where you go. Thanks so much. I appreciate it. So go check out his song hung up on you. Thank you Do so it. much for coming on. I'm sure we'll have you back on soon. You know, the great dude. Anytime, man. I'd love to. Awesome. All right. Troy Carway, the country cast. We will see you guys next week.